welcome to day 20 of Critical Encounters Villainous Yule Calendar for December 2022. Here we get in the holiday spirit and take a quick look at some random festive aspects of the game. So let's peek behind the door and see what our so-called villains are up to. Well hello everyone, welcome back to the lair. We actually have a full house tonight. I am joined by Steve and Daniel. Hey guys. Hey. Hey, I'm just going to be in the other room, right? You guys are talking something like... Oh, yeah, because uh, as you can see, there's someone else in your chair. Right. So I feel <laughs> that means I can just go watch TV. Uh, yeah, sure. sure. No. No TV. You have to sit down and read with us tonight. <laughs> we are joined by Scarlet Rudy. Hello. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Why, thank you. Uh, so why yeah. are we here? Um, Steve invited you, but he didn't actually fill me in on what's going on. Uh, you've got a stack of comic books behind you. What's going on, Steve? Well, uh, Scarlet Road is going to talk to us about comics. I hear that Marvel Champions is based on comics, so we're going to talk some comics. He's going he's gonna to give us some knowledge. Oh, that's well, good. You guys have just been making that up for our 150 episodes. No, that was you. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. I, I guess I misunderstood the, my marching orders. Well, I'm, I'm glad I was scared. I thought he was going to read to us, um, you know, an art-based format on an audio podcast. Mm. <laughs> It'd be very descriptive, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to shut up for a while because I want to hear what you have to say. Well, yeah, uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, you know, this is perfect for those of you getting, like, a you know, Marvel Unlimited uh, gift for the... Uh, holidays um and you don't know where to start and so we kind of like well i kind of came up with some uh comic recommendations for each of our heroes so far just the avengers and guardians uh that we have in the t in the game now some disclaimers these are all my opinions and i have read all of these comics and i definitely have opinions on all of them uh but i tried to think of ones that are really good that aren't so deep in you know, 80 years of history and often really show off that character and a good jumping off point. Um, and then you can discover more after that. There's a couple folks that frankly don't really have a good one. Um, so you won't be hearing me talk about Valkyrie or War Machine or Quicksilver. They just don't have a good starting point that's not too tied into other things. Or Spider-Man, honestly, just go find a number one and go forth. <laughs> he has so many things also. Not my deal. But for the rest of them, <laughs> I pretty much have at least something you can check out um, and kind of get a vibe for. So I think we should start with everyone's favorite hero, the beginning of the MCU, Iron Man. But, but, oh, I'm sorry. Steve, my, he's kidding, right? Uh, yeah, we, we don't, don't talk about Iron Man here. Can we just you take another stack, uh, Chris, because that's... Oh, no right. Thanks. How about, um... Yeah, because the couple Iron Man you had, we tossed in the fire to... Oh, keep oh that's building. like the worm in here. Okay, yeah. got that. Um, we, we added it to our cruel log. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about but, Carol? But move along, Chris, seriously. Okay, all right, yeah. How do we Next. feel about Carol? Carol Danvers? Oh, sure. Do you like her? Yeah, yeah. good old Captain Marvel. Um, so I actually have two different recommendations. If you're really, if you want to check out Carol, first is 2012's Captain Marvel by Kelly Sue uh, DeConnick. Get DeConnick. This is the first series where Carol actually had the Captain Marvel moniker. 
and the outfit and all of that that you're used to from seeing in the MCU and in Champions. However, the current run of Captain Marvel that started in 2019 by Kelly Thompson has been like fantastic um, and also a really good jumping off point to just kind of get to know the character and get into her world. That's a really good one, too. Do we get to see her nemesis, Yon-Rog, in any of those? I believe Yon-Rog is actually in the 2012 series. Okay. I'm like 99% sure. Yeah. So it's been a while since I read that one. But both are really just solid ones. Um, and tip, At least the 2012 series is a typical recommendation for getting into her. And the 2019 series, Kelly Thompson's a really good author. So her work usually is really good. Sticking in the core box, we also have T'Challa. The Black Panther. Uh, and I think a really good one to start off with, especially if you've become more familiar with him through the MCU, is 2016's Black Panther by Ta-Nehisi Coates. Word of warning, uh, it does, he writes a bit slower storytelling. Um, so as you binge it on Marvel Unlimited or any other sort of way that you can get it, you know, from your local library or whatnot, the trade paperbacks, but it's a really good story and a lot of the visuals um, inspired um, and were happening at the same time, the visuals that we're used to in live action as well. A number of those characters um, are in it, but it's a really good story. I'm, I'm going to read that one. I love him. I didn't know he wrote comics. Yeah, actually, I believe this is his first comic that he wrote. Okay. Um, and then he actually went on to, uh, it's not my recommendation for Captain America, but he did write a really great Captain America series too. So cool. Yeah. Which again, it's just a little on the slower pacing, but read together is a good story. He's a great, important YA author. So that's wonderful. That's great. And then closing out the uh, core box with my favorite core box hero, She Hulk. Uh, Jen Walters, I have two recommendations again with her. One is 2014's She Hulk, it's written by Charles Sewell who I think is really cool. Uh, he was actually an attorney before he became a comic book writer. And he, yeah. <laughs> um, and as I think some people on the Discord know, I teach a class about superheroes in the law. Um, so I actually assign a number of the issues from this series in my class because he actually writes the law pretty well. I mean, for entertainment purposes, but uh, it's a good series with her. Uh, it kind of is a nice fresh start with her. Um, it's obviously pre-MCU being in 2014. But her current ongoing series that's only like, I think, less than 10 issues in by uh, Rainbow Royale Royal, Royal, is great, too. So that one started in 2021. But both of those are good. Really kind of they have the kind of happy-go-lucky sort of Jen Walters that we're used to uh, without diving too deeply into other pieces of Marvel lore. Cool. Yeah. All right. And then moving into wave one, Captain America. This is probably the oldest recommendation I'm going to go with. It is Captain America, the 20, the 2004 series by Ed Brubaker. It is a classic. This actually really heavily um, inspired his MCU version and Captain America, the Winter Soldier and a lot of that. And it's just a really well done series that you probably won't want to stop reading. And it goes through quite a lot. It, it's long. Um, but I would start there. That's a really great place to start for Captain America. Is that the series that eventually folds in with Civil War One? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good series. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's. I think it's usually one of those like highly, highly recommended Captain America stories, um, and really set the pa- the sort of not pace, but set the standard for modern Captain America stories as well. So, yeah, and then with Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan, start at her very first appearance, uh, 2014's Miss Marvel by G. Willow Wilson. Um, that is her original author. Um, and that entire series is just fantastic. It is why she's so beloved. The story definitely reads as, you know, a young superhero <laughs> coming into her powers and what that means with like family obligations and all of that sort of stuff. If you've ever played Miss Marvel in Champions, you get the wealth of theme that exists with her. And that's really in this series. So I can't, I honestly can't recommend this series more. I definitely, I read this when we did our very first secret dossier. We picked her. Um, I read a bunch of this this series. It was great. Yeah. Gave me a good appreciation for her. Oh yeah. And super new reader friendly. So. I missed, I want to say earlier when you said, this is going to be my oldest recommendation for Captain America. I was waiting for like 1961 and you're like <laughs> 2004. I was like, oh. Yeah, you know, you're you're not going to get any like super old recommendations only because the style of writing is so different uh, through yes, the decades. And I think if you're accustomed to like sort of just modern storytelling, um, not just in comics, but in any medium, anything probably honestly around like 2004, maybe 2000 ish is really the first time you start to see what we're more accustomed to in storytelling. So so Thor. I actually would recommend the Jason Aaron saga. So Jason Aaron is an author um, and he wrote Thor from like 2012 until 2019. And his sort of epic is already considered one of the gold standard like Thor stories. Um, And that all starts in the series called Thor colon God of Thunder from 2012. This is also where like gore happens, Thor Love and Thunder and a whole lot of stuff. You know, Thor becomes unworthy later on. There's Jane who becomes Thor. Spoilers for a multi-million dollar movie. <laughs> and um, all of that. But it starts here. Um, in a, I think it's only like a 12 or 15 issue series. Uh, and it's easy to just Google uh, like the Jason Aaron reading order. Because it's so, uh, it's very well done. And there's like things that are mentioned like that he pulls up years later in his own sort of story and it's really great um i actually own the full collected editions these like very very thick uh trade paperbacks <laughs> there's like five of them covering what seven years i think you used to own them armenians have now stolen them but go on <laughs> <laughs> oh damn it again so uh, moving on with Black Widow. So she weirdly actually does not have a whole lot of comics dedicated to herself, but two that I would say are pretty good and, and great to start with. One is 2016's Black Widow, which is written by Chris um, Samney and Mark Wade. This one is kind of a really punchy, like um, kind of good quick story. Uh, word of warning though, the very first issue I don't think has a single line of dialogue. So it's sort of oh, just wow. all action. Uh, maybe, I think, maybe the last like panel or something has some dialogue, but it was good. It moved really quick and all of that. 
Additionally, her last series that started in 2020 um, and is now complete by Kelly Thompson, who I was just talking about with Captain Marvel, was a fantastic read as well. And so if you want something a bit newer, and that one also involves Yelena a lot too. Um, so if you're interested in that character from the MCU, um, she's in that series. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then Doctor Strange, the one uh, no one ever plays anymore. I would <laughs> really recommend from 2006, Doctor Strange, The Oath. It's, I think, a five or six issue miniseries. That's kind of like, they took a lot of inspiration, I think, for the first Doctor Strange movie. But it's a nice, like, closed-in, like, one-off story to really get a vibe for him before you dive into other series with him. That one's just a really good, uh, again, it's often uh, recommended. It's by uh, Brian K. Vaughn, uh, who actually also wrote The Runaways, which is a very popular comic as well. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. And then Hulk, I think... I'll be honest, I think this is the first Hulk series that actually made me want to read a Hulk book. Um, And it is Immortal Hulk by Al Ewing. That started in 2018. It kind of, the art is very body horror and also the artist we don't talk about. But the series is fantastic. I think it got accolades throughout its entire run. And it's a really good place to start. Al does use a lot of canon, but not in a confusing way. Like things might get mentioned, but it'll be explained or it's not as important. Um, So if you knew years and years of history of Hulk comics, like you might get something deeper out of it. But in general, as someone who has not read all of those, it was still a very, very enjoyable ride. Uh, And actually, some of our art, I think the Hulk kit is actually from the series. So, oh, okay. Yeah. For Hawkeye, moving into the Rise of Red Skull. Okay, Hawkeye. Go ahead. Yeah, that Hawkeye. Um, okay. I think the number one recommendation has to be Matt Fraction's Hawkeye uh, that came out in 2012. That one, you will see a lot of inspiration from the Hawkeye Disney Plus show. And that's sort of the Hawkeye that a lot of people were expecting in the MCU, as well as in Marvel Champions. Mm-hmm. But that one is just great. And the art's fantastic. It's David Aha. And it's just a really solid series. Um, it's more street level. It's more down in your luck kind of Clint Barton. Um, getting beat up every issue, so uh, it's just good. It's good fun. This is infamous Pizza Dog. Yes, yes. Pizza Dog is introduced in the series. There's some Kate. There's a lot of other of his, you know, and his other ex girlfriends who all think he's an idiot. Those type of things. This, some, uh, this goes into like um, him being like deaf as well, or like at least partially. It, yeah. So Hawkeye's actually been deaf for a really long time. <laughs> It's like the 80s, but not every writer acknowledges that. Um, this series does have, uh, touches on it a lot more than other series have um, in really unique and interesting ways. Okay. So that's good. And then the other person in Rise of Red Skull, Spider-Woman. I have two kind of probably off the beaten path recommendations for her. One is 2015 Spider-Woman by Dennis Hopeless uh, Hallam. And that one actually starts with her pregnant. So it's a really big reset. So it's a nice um, starting on point that you're not like totally confused at what's going on because that's part of the mystery. He's like, who's the dad and things like that. But that one's really fun. Um, It's a lighthearted sort of version of Spider-Woman. As well as her most recent series, the 2020 series by Carla Pacheco. 
that one is also just really fun. Uh, I think I was reading it and laughing out loud half the issues. So really recommend it. I like when they're able to touch on like real world type stuff. Like she's pregnant. Like that's a thing, right? Or you have kids or. Yeah. Oh yes. And so, and that, I mean, that, that changed her status quo because she has a child. <laughs> so in all of her series moving forward. So yeah, it, it's good. And kind of, because when you think about a pregnant superhero and all the complications that come with that. Yeah. <laughs> so the next one moving into like wave two is Ant-Man. And for Scott Lang, the version of Ant-Man we have, I would really recommend 2015's Ant-Man by Nick Spencer. Generally, he's not one of my favorite authors, but he really created the current Scott Lang in the comics. Um, and there's actually two series. It's Ant-Man that runs for like, I think five issues. There's a little break and it comes back as astonishing Ant-Man, which is a little longer. It's also where we get like one of our allies, giant man, Roz Maholta. She, he's in, um, he's introduced in the series. We get Cassia Stinger later on, but it's really good. It, you know, Scott moves to Miami. It's, it's a good one. And if you notice with some of these, they are also around the same time that, you know, the heroes make it to the big screen. Uh, 2015 was, you know, Ant-Man's cinematic debut. So it's a good starting off point. And then Wasp, Nadia, she has only had two series by herself. And I would highly recommend both. They're very short. Uh, One is, I think, 10 and the other is eight issues. And it's called The Unstoppable Wasp. Uh, the first series started in 2017. It's by Jeremy Whitley. And I would recommend reading the first one so that you can read the second one. Because the second one is just really, really good. <laughs> it has some of the best, I think, um, grappling of mental health I've seen in a comic book and things like that. But uh, you kind of need the first series to really develop the emotional connections for the second one. But that's, it's really good. I mean, Nadia for, you know, I know she's controversial as a uh, hero. I like her. Not everyone does. But uh, her two series are actually really, really good and fun. Cool. Yeah. Uh, And then, of course, my dear Wanda, Uh, my namesake is Scarlet Rhodey. She's (laughs) actually only had two series ever. Uh, One was a four issue, one in the 90s. Don't read that. And then she has a um, series that came in 2015, her cinematic debut, by James Robinson, which is actually really good. It focuses a lot on her, like, being a witch. A lot of readers sometimes balk at this one because every issue has a different artist, but she kind of travels the world as part of the thing, uh, the storyline, and typically wherever, whatever country she's in. So she's in Japan in one issue. The artist is a Japanese comic book artist. She's in Spain. And another one, it's a Spanish comic book artist, which is kind of cool. However, I think in like a couple months or, you know, even maybe this month, I can't remember. She's getting a brand new solo uh, by Stephen Orlando, um, who's been writing a lot of good stuff lately. So that might be a good way to jump on as well um, with her. Yeah. And so that's all the Avengers. (laughs) And so if you're interested in sort of the team itself, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What oh, about yeah. what about okay, so you no war machine or Valkyrie, but what about Vision? Isn't he an Avenger? Oh yeah, sorry. I forgot. I have on my list I have them um release order. Release order. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I figured. So okay, yes, I forgot too. Spectrum. Um oh, yeah. Monica Rambeau. 
who I do love so much. So she, I would recommend probably one of two series or kind of reading these through. They're sort of on the same timeline. It's a lot of Al Ewing, who I already talked about with um, The Immortal Hulk. Um, Al Ewing is probably one of the best comic book writers out there right now, um, at least in my opinion. But one of his earlier series, uh, 2013's Mighty Avengers, really focuses on Spectrum. She has not had a solo until um, I think she's getting a limited series starting uh, like in a month or two. Um, The same with Scarlet Witch. But Mighty Avengers is great. It has her. She's leading a team. The rest of the team's great, too. It's very much her pre-con deck. Those um, heroes, the allies that she had, are generally part of the series. And if you like tower defense as a scenario, really that sort of is the vibe um, in the first couple issues. Um, There are tie-ins, but you don't really need to read the actual event that it's part of to know that Proxima Midnight's just kind of like trying to tear up Manhattan. And they got to deal with her. Yeah. So that's really cool. The other one, again, by Al Ewing that came out in 2015 is Ultimates. So you might find some Ultimates that are part of the Ultimate Universe, which is a whole other thing. Don't worry about that. This Ultimates is sort of a very high sci-fi team. They deal with threats to the universe that are sort of really big problems. Like one of the very first things in this comic is like dealing with Galactus who eats planets and how do you fix this problem to stop him from doing that but the team's kind of awesome on um, outside of Monica um, you have Blue Marvel um, and really develops that relationship it makes sense why he's her signature ally Captain Marvel is on the team Black Panther's on the team along with America Chavez so it's a good it, again a good book and the art is like fantastic so really recommend that one and then for real real the last Avenger Vision uh i think the really only recommendation i could even think of doing is tom king's vision from 2015 um this is the series that basically vision goes and builds his own family in the suburbs of dc and it kind of it's just i don't even know how to describe it it's not creepy but it's like it has like a foreboding feeling while you read it between how the art is and the writing. It's just fantastic. It's 12 issues. Um, it's great. Viv Vision, um, who we have uh, one or two. Yeah, a different ally version. Yeah. yeah. This is where she's introduced. But it's just a really good series. Uh, and I think that's, I think it won awards when it was coming out and stuff too. Okay. So, so okay. You might be interested in the team. <laughs> and so if you're interested in the Avengers as a team, I think if you're a new reader, the best recommendation might be the current um, and soon-to-be ending um, Jason Aaron, uh, same guy who wrote the Thor title, that started in 2018. Uh, The team, when it first started the book, it was basically a core box. (laughs) It was Iron Man, it was She-Hulk, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, and then also had Captain America and Doctor Strange. as well as um, Robbie Rogers, um, Ghostwriter. We have actually a number of cards with art from this series. In She-Hulk's kit, I think there's, I know a leadership card that I can't remember what it is. Definitely has a art from this series as well. And I think it's good. It's good for new reader, readers. Um, it's not my personal favorite Avengers series, but I like more of the, the 80s stuff. 
and 90s. But I think if you're looking for something new and, you know, it has nice, you know, kind of discreet story arcs after like a few issues or whatnot, it moves on. Um, And the team changes. Blade joins at some point. But yeah. Cool. All right. That's a lot of Avengers. That is a lot of Avengers. We have a lot of them. Yeah. They just like, they're like rabbits. They just multiply. Speaking of vermin, we can start talking about the Guardians <laughs> and Rocket. So Rocket Raccoon, I think, well, first of all, let me backtrack. The Guardians. None of the Guardians that we have in this game, um, save for Venom and Adam Warlock, which I'll get to in a second, had really solo books until their movie came out because they were so minor. There is, if you're interested in the Guardians in general, I would recommend, and you want to do a deep dive, Googling the Annihilation, sort of, the event's called Annihilation, just Googling that reading order, because it's a bunch of series, it's pretty long. It redefined Cosmic Marvel uh, back in like 2000, I think six or eight, but I'm not going to be recommending those, because those are, they're big. But, so each of the current Guardians that you think of, kind of had like very short five or six issue series that popular that happened all around like 2014, 2015, 2016, when their movie fame really started. Um, that includes Rocket. He had one by um, Scotty Young. We have art from that series, uh, particularly with his nemesis set. So speaking of rabbit. And that one Don't is... Say it. Don't uh, say it. I was, what? I know it like... <laughs> Black Bunny Brigade. Oh, I said it. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, and so that one, it's fun. It's short. I think it's like, I, I don't four remember. Four or five but, episodes, yeah. Yeah, it, it's it, it's nice little series. Um, the same with Groot. He got a very tiny little series, the only one in his name ever, from 2015 by Jeff Loveness. I know I read it. I don't really remember it that well, but I know I read it. that one that has Fernax in it? Or no? I don't think so. Ah, I can't, it's I can't sort of like he's on his own, like wandering about because he got separated by Rocket or from Rocket. Yeah. Most of these Guardian ones, I think they were like pumped out more than necessarily quality. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. And speaking, I'm going to skip some release order here. But Drax's. Drax does have a series that's part of Annihilation that I would not read as a beginner thing because it is tied into that. But he does have a 2015 series written by, I believe, a wrestler, CM Punk. And I I don't super care for it, but I think other people might. <laughs> and it's definitely a good, you know, starting point sort of series. And Drax looks like Drax, like the Drax in our game and sort of more of the MCU Drax than what he used to look like in like the 80s. With, and Gamora also has like a very short mini series from 2016, written by Nicole Perlman, who was actually one of the screenwriters on uh, the original Guardians movie. And that one is sort of like a flashbacky type series that reconceptualizes some of her backstory, which was it was pretty good. Star Lord, um, I would actually recommend. Uh, it's my personal favorite Star Lord comic, and what made me really like him is Chip Zdarsky's. 2016 run it's sometimes called star lord grounded particularly the trade paperback version uh there's only six issues but the basic conceit is um after a big event that you don't need to worry about the guardians get stuck on earth because their ship's destroyed and so star lord like starts working at like a villain bar 
Oh, right. I remember yes. this one. Yes. Yeah, it's real good. You're just going to gloss over that big event? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm 100% going to gloss over that big event that happened. Uh, All right. Good. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's very fun. It has Chris Anka on art, which um, it, he draws beautiful people. So it's great. I think it's it's fun. And it's sort of fun to like see Star-Lord on Earth and have to deal with like Earth issues. <laughs> Dealing with people and not understanding how laws work, uh-huh. or at least Terran law. But yeah, it's a good. And again, these are all like very quick reads. Um, all the Guardians ones that I've said so far, uh, you know, none of them I think exceed six or seven issues. Um, so they're very fast. Uh, if you want to check out things, the one who has a much longer <laughs> series actually is Venom Space Knight, which came out in 2015. And so I picked this one specifically. He had other series particularly the first series where he becomes Venom and all of that. But Venom Space Knight, I think, one, because our version is Guardians, right? And two, it's just a fun series. He's out in space um, doing space stuff and being a Venom and being a space protector kind of. Um, so it's a little different. It's a bit more heroic um, for a Venom, but it was pretty good. So, And that's by Robbie Thompson. Nice. I, I, I know when I first started reading Guardian stuff, I ended up with like, the Martin X and the Charlie 27 and like way oh. back the first crew of them, which, you know, was not the guardians I was looking for. But. No. Yeah. They, they haven't been around for a while, but like yeah. theoretically they're the future ones. It's confusing. Yeah. They do make appearances oh. in the MCU, right? Like cameos. They did. Yeah. Point. In, yeah. Um, guardians you? two. two. Oh. Yeah. There's like, you see Martin X on one of the planets and like during the funeral scene for Yondu, you see Charlie 27 and some other guys and things. Well, like yeah. That. Um, yeah. And um, actually um, St- uh, Sylvester Stallone plays like one of the original guardians. Um, yep. Bing Rames. Yes. And so we also have Sylvester's character is um, Starhawk, who is right. one of our allies, yep. protection ally. So that's it for the guardians. I, Adam Warlock's a weird character, and he doesn't have necessarily any, like, series that is newer. Um, He had a bunch of stuff more in the 80s, when he was kind of all over the place. But nowhere kind of easy, but, you know, he's coming soon to the MCU, so I'm pretty sure we'll probably have some series about him. (laughs) Yeah. And can I just say I'm disappointed by his hair? Oh. In the preview for the movie? No. Yeah. It's not the wavy locks. You want kind of wavy, but it's also the actors like a kid from like an old Narnia movie, and he was really tough to watch in that. Is he? Oh, yeah. It's like the second one, the annoying cousin. He's the annoying cousin. He's the he's the nerd and the meet the Miller. We are the Millers comedy with uh, Jennifer Aniston. I don't understand why they didn't cast Mike. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> you have the hair for it, so yeah, yeah. So, and I do want to do a slight honorable mention to poor Nebula. Um, they did try to give her one of these type of series. However, COVID canceled the rest of it. So I'm not going to recommend it because it never got finished. So poor Nebs. But if you're interested in the team, I already mentioned Annihilation earlier. That's a really great, you know, sort of starting to like the new cosmic version of things. And that team starts in 2008, Guardians of the Galaxy. A lot of the MCU is kind of inspired by that series. However, Al Ewing, who I will never speak, uh, like, I can't speak enough about mm-hmm. him. He has a series in 2020, which is just a fantastic series. It lasted for, I think, 12 or 15 issues. It's 
Star-Lord gets like some fun power-ups and it has most of the characters from the MCU's Guardians in it and a number of other people who have actually made it into champions as allies uh, as well. But it's great. Actually, I think Moondragon's art is um, from that series too. That just popped in my mind. But yeah, it's a great series. Uh, So I would really recommend that as a good jumping off point. I'm going to say it's for a modern series, it's got a lot of bananas in it. <laughs> that one is oh. no, definitely bananas worthy. And it's got um, got the rabbit in it, doesn't it? The leader of the oh, Black yes, Bunny Brigade? Yes. It yes, does. He is. Uh, yeah, he's in it. It's got my favorite storyline with him, too. Just because oh. he's so, like, he, do, he doesn't give a crap about Rocket. He doesn't want to be here. But it's just through <laughs> circumstance, he ends up being on the other end of the rocket launcher. And, yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, also Hercules is in it, which is always fun too. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because everybody can be a guardian if you just wish it enough, I guess. <laughs> you know, Ant Man's been one. It's fine, but yeah, that's I think enough. That's a lot. It's <laughs> a lot of comics, but I mean, overarching, if you are new to comics, just kind of pick a character that you like, find a number one, and you probably won't go wrong quite honestly. These are great sort of jumping off points, but there's a whole lot out there. Don't be afraid of the canon. I think people with Marvel comics are always like really afraid of 80 years of canon. Um, You shouldn't be. If it's important, it'll get brought up and talked about (laughs) to remind all the readers. Um, And if it's not important, if it's a throwaway line, don't worry about it. Yeah, because they canon only goes so far in the Marvel universe. Yeah, they re- they rewrite stuff all the time. Yeah, well, it tweaks, but yes. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just one resurrection after another, isn't it? No, we're not DC. We've got the same universe since the forties. But yeah, that, that's what I got. Yeah, that was great. That's a lot of information. I know. Sorry. The video of this issue will have issue covers provided thank you chris google reading orders there's the uh complete marvel reading order by travis starnes i can put that out there so you can find where it starts and that'll link you to your marvel unlimited so you can get started on any of these that's i find that site is easier to search for something to start with than the marvel unlimited app is itself to search on sometimes so and chris did you say that all these are on marvel unlimited they are yeah okay Uh uh-huh yeah, yeah, everything is. I think I only mentioned a couple still ongoing series, like the Avengers by Jason Aaron is still ongoing, and I think that's the only one that will can will keep keep getting issues. But I think it's ending soon anyway. So, but yeah, everything else should be fully on there, so you can do a nice binge. Well, thank you. I wouldn't call myself an avid comics reader, as you may know. But I will definitely second the Miss Marvel. It's such a good series. Good Lord, was that amazing. Every part of it. Yeah. I love me some Kamala. How much is Marvel Unlimited? Uh, So it typically, they often do like different uh, discount codes and stuff all the time. I think there's one like right now for the holidays to gift it. But it usually is either 10 bucks a month American or... I've always had an annual subscription because it's only, I think, 80 So you save some money if you do okay. an annual. 
And quite frankly, like they've, during COVID, they changed it from um, a six month wait time from publication to Marvel Limited to a three month. So you're not really behind. So unless okay. you really, really feel like you need to be, you know, in the know for everything that's getting published, but it's not a very long wait time. And like, personally, for me, I pretty much make up the money within, I think, a couple of weeks because I read about 10 new issues a week and they're each, I think at this point, like four bucks a pop if you bought them at a comic store. So, right, right. Oh, um, sure. yeah. So it's going to take me 20 years to finish the stack you brought to the lair, Chris. So. Oh, they're fun. a lot of those are easy reads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Black Widow one, there's not even any words in it. Yeah, and a whole one whole issue. <laughs> yeah, just look at the pictures. <laughs> the I'm probably going to write words in the panels. Are you guys cool with that? <laughs> no, that's <laughs> fine. They're up. his copies. So I'm just going to make up the story. Okay. <laughs> it's not like the uh, the comics out of the 60s where they have to internally tell you what they're doing as they're doing every it in the panel. Damn every thing. panel. Oh, oh no. And then, There's a bullet coming at me. I better dodge. I dodged the bullet. Like, <laughs> my power only allows me three dodges a day. <laughs> I'm already on my third dodge. Oh no. Yeah, that's basically Stanley writing. Uh, so, yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in fairness, back then, you couldn't easily, f- well, they didn't think people would buy comics every single month. So they always wanted to remind everybody and the readers, like what everybody's powers were. And Stan always gave everybody weird limitations for some reason that have all been like kind of gone by now. But um, yeah, that's those sixties ones are so rough to read. through. They used to give them cool powers like fast hearing too. We don't see that anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you yeah. say fast hearing? Fast hearing. Yeah. Captain America had fast hearing at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that, that super soldier serum really uh, working wow. every yeah. every part of the body. That's right. Wow. What does fast hearing even? What, what? It, it was it was sort of like a precognition, really, is what it was like, or a wow. spider sense almost. Like you could tell it was coming because you could fast hear it before it happened, kind of thing. So it didn't last very long, but it oh. did exist. They kind of gave Carol Danvers something similar. She used to have a sixth sense when she her first series back in 1977. Um, and it was like sort of like women's intuition. It was, by the way, she was written by a man <laughs> up until 2012. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, th- that also did not last very long. You don't hear that anymore. Yep. Oh, wild times. Oh. Well, hey, man, thanks for coming on. Thanks for Stay giving us all this great info. Thank you. That was great. Yeah, anytime. So, and also anyone, you know, listening, I am Scarlet Rody on Discord. So if you have any questions about comics or want to get some other tips or whatnot for other characters, feel free to hit me up. So not Spider-Verse people. I don't know anything about them. Okay, one, one last question. Um, how awesome are the Inhumans? Oh, well, the Inhumans are great, especially if you start in like 2014's Charles Sewell era. The guy I was already talking about who wrote great She-Hulk also wrote a lot of the new Inhuman stuff. So especially in humans, which is when they like focused a lot more on Medusa and like, yeah, great series. I love it. I have it in hardcover. Wow. Thanks. That sounds like a great (laughs) recommendation. It is great. (laughs) (laughs) Hey folks. Hope you enjoyed that. That was our special gift to you. You want to send us holiday gifts? You can email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook. 
Or you can find us on YouTube by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Vardine, Big Fun Bloaf, and Wandering Duke. If you like our show, tell Santa. If you don't like our show, tell Krampus. Good night, everyone. <laughs>